On December 8, 1941, Franklin Delano Roosevelt gave the famous Day of Infamy speech, a day after Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. July 16th. 2018 is another day of infamy as United States of America officially can be called unofficially the United States of Russia. Comrades, our own fleet doesn't know our full potential. They will do everything possible to test us, but they will only test their own embarrassment. We will leave our fleet behind. We will pass through the American patrols, pass their sonar nets, and lay off their largest city and listen to their rock and roll while we conduct missile drills. And when we are finished, the only sound they will hear is our laughter. I went to Bank of America, they were changing the name to Bank of Russia. Then I went to get some dollars from ATM, they said we only take rubles. A great day, comrades. We sail into history. You are now listening to the podcast for your punk ass. President Trump said what was Charlottesville? There are both sides to blame. Same thing he said again, there are both sides to blame for the 2016 election. But how come when it comes to NFL and Colin Kaepernick, there's only one side that's right? How come when it comes to issues of racism, there's only one side that's right? This guy is amazing. And when you listen to his little minions on talk radio, man, he got these folks on lock. He's like a Jedi. He's like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Feed him that Jedi juice. Use the false Luke. I am your father. So whenever he's in trouble, it's both sides to blame. When he's going hog wild, there's only one side to blame. So in Charlottesville, both sides are guilty. The Russians and the United States are both guilty. In fact, now he's saying, we want the K we want Russian investigators to come check US investigators. Are you serious? That's like Michigan, Jim Harbaugh saying, well, you know how state, I'm gonna go recruit for you and bring you the best players. Who does that? That's like the Yankees and Red Sox saying what? I'm gonna go scout for the future Yankees, you're a Red Sox scout. He's gonna give me the worst players. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Let me say that one more time. They're suggesting sending folks from Russia here to look at these files. Now, there's something also interesting I heard. Remember in the 60s, COINTELPRO after the Black Panther Party and black folks talking about that for years? So now these Trump defenders saying, you know what? United States has been spying on people for years. Now, it's funny, when black folks said that, there was a deaf, I didn't hear that. There's no such thing as COINTELPRO. It's all documented how they created dissension in the civil rights and black power movement. But now that Trump's busted, now they're saying, well, we've been doing it for years, it's okay. Boy, these folks are slick. This is why sports and politics are so important. It's more than just watching a game. Colin Kaepernick is still out the league. He's suing the league for not being able to hire this guy. I don't know where that's going. I'm surprised I've taken him off of the play in Canada. I don't know why, but he's still fighting that. There's the other player from the uh, 49ers. I forgot his name. Uh, the defensive back. He's also hasn't found a job in NFL. Now, again, it's a long it's season. Eric something. I bet you the defense. Um, Eric Reed, I think his name yeah. is. He will get a job Eric before Reed. Kaepernick. But this is what we're talking about. So the NFL fans who ready to rip Colin Kaepernick, I don't hear them ripping 
the president who's made us the United States of Russia. Where's the outcry? Why aren't they saying, you know what? I'm not going to a Cowboys game, Jerry Jones, till your boy goes in on his boy Putin. But let me take a knee during national anthem to protest police brutality and you ripping up them tickets. You're not showing up. You're going to go to a high school football game in Arkansas. Where's the outcry from all the fans in Jacksonville and, all, and the New York Jets? I don't hear one word. New now that we're United States of Russia, you should be outraged. You should call the Jets right now, tell your boy Woody, send your boy Trump an email saying what? You need to go in on your boy with the sanctions and cut this relationship. Yeah, Dave, listen to what Trump actually said. Good, I don't think people should be staying in locker rooms, but still, I think it's good. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. Well, you shouldn't be playing, you shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. I think the people pushed it forward. You far This country's very smart. We're these fans, but let me take a knee, raise a fist, make a statement. Just not bounce a basketball and you're ready to give up, rip up tickets, quit, and go watch some middle school, eighth grade Catholic League basketball and tell me that's better. Are you serious? You have this belief that you are better than us. You have this belief that this country is so very good and we are so very bad. You have this belief that you are so fair and we are so very cruel. This is not gonna happen. They're gonna continue to what? Bash black athletes. Well, if you're out there being critical, being conscious, oh, we can't have that. I'm not going to the games. But if you now have a president that sold your country out. They got plans to fix the black man when he ain't even broken. Make America white again. Yeah, that's really the slope. That's really the slope. Yo, they told the Mexicans that the border was open. Make America white again. Yeah, that's really the slope. That's really the slope. Yo, they told the Asians, don't get caught in the moment. Make America white again. Yeah, that's really the slope. Really the slope. Islamophobic and homophobic, all in the phone book. Call them up and say enough is enough. Yo, word up. It makes a man a better man. A great athlete, a super athlete, by harnessing all his strength. We wish to educate your country. <laughs> so this will continue to be an issue as we build to November. It's easy, it's football season, and that's his base. We know the base is white males who love football, love Trump, love guns, want black folks not do anything, want women to stay at home and just cook all damn day, anti-immigration, anti-choice for women. My God, I don't know what they like. My goodness. But yeah, he'll definitely use this as we approach the football season. It's very easy and it works. Plus, Dave, after the press conference he had with Putin, I think Trump got all the criticism that he deserved. You have been watching perhaps one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president uh, at a summit in front of a Russian leader, uh, certainly that I've ever seen, uh, an extraordinary uh, press conference. I don't see any reason why it would have been Russia hacking into our elections. It's a struggle to put it all together, isn't it? And to comprehend what we just heard. I mean, I've never heard an American president talk that way, but I think it's especially true that when he's with someone, you know, like Putin, who is a thug, a world-class thug. It's now crystal clear that Russia had a profound impact on the 2016 election. They have attacked us. They're continuing to attack us. 
If Trump is unwilling to acknowledge this, unwilling to protect us, the word treason is now center stage. Dave, you've known me a long time. You know I'm a diehard, lifelong Cowboys fan. But if I disagree with Jerry Jones, how am I supposed to make the distinction between that and rooting for my favorite team? That's a great question, Beeks, right? So we know that sports is entertainment. Yes. We know course. entertainment serves a psychological, for some betters or material. Gamblers, sure. But for others, yeah. it's a social space. You know, your dad, you threw a baseball, you went to the game. But as you get older, you get conscious. Then you have to decide as a consumer, when's enough is enough. I think that's what we see, whether it's uh, athletes in Division One sports. Should I continue to buy Duke t-shirts while this guy gets $10 a month? Should I continue to buy Michigan helmets and Michigan paraphernalia knowing that these guys aren't getting paid? So you have to make, you have to find that point. Do I get rid of ESPN? You see, so I think it's an individual choice that you as a fan can make. So I'm not telling people what to do, I'm telling them to be conscious of it. So again, owners can vote, I have no problem with that. But as the fan, you have to pay attention to that. Dallas Cowboys won't support any player that doesn't stand up and uh, salute for the national anthem. Jerry Jones said Wednesday, the Dallas Cowboys will not support any players who choose to remain in the locker room for the Star Spangled Banner rather than standing on the field. Jones' statement is a departure from what had been a standstill agreement between the league and NFL Players Association, according to the USA Today folks. Uh, the pact was agreed uh, to last Thursday night, just hours after a report from the AP, uh, after receiving consistent criticism from President Trump throughout last season. Uh, players pro about pl uh, players protesting the national anthem. NFL owners voted in May to approve a new policy that requires players to stand and show respect during the playing or the song or remain in the locker room. Jones, uh, uh, you know, Jerry Jones basically say, no, no, Dallas Cowboy players, uh, you will come out of the locker room and you will stand for the national anthem. Uh, now, I know some people are going to be outraged by this, but uh, let's not forget Jerry Jones is the boss. So I see in that way, my limit financial participation might make a difference. But it's up to you as a consumer to figure out how you want to do that. There's a difference between being a fan as a child and being a fan as an adult. So That's it, maturity. Un unfortunately, you have a lot of these adults who still act like kids with sports, right? They watch every game. They Yo, you 40, you 50 at five years old still wearing a, a jersey. Stop! <laughs> Will you stop? You a grown ass man still rocking jerseys. Come on now. But that's the fan that's gonna be upset when there's politics and sports. Because for him, sports is what a getaway. Because I, I can't afford the spa. I don't play golf that's rich. My dad and I did baseball. I'm here to escape what? Women talking about feminism. Black folks talk about civil rights. I don't want to hear all that. I just want to hear baseball. Well, guess what? That's not how life works. And that's why I love when your entertainment's distracted. But please take off them judge wigs. You grown, stop. Stop it. But that's the nature of sports. And Trump and these folks in the sports industry understands the psychology of these guys. Then they tie in nationalism and they got them all hooked line and sinker. Like Trump said himself, he can go to Times Square and shoot someone. My man with that damn Carolina Panthers jersey and hat and socks and all that stuff will still vote for him.
that's problematic. Yeah, but what do you say to the fan that doesn't want politics involved in this? Politics is involved in everything. It's just what it is. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russian. So I said the word would instead of wouldn't. I'm not saying don't enjoy the game, but when you see certain patterns over and over, the lack of blacks in baseball, that's a political economic issue. When you see you can't take a knee, it's all connected. Human beings can do two things at once. You know, you can chew gum and walk at the same time, but it seems like we do it when it's what? Convenient for us. But let Kaepernick, LeBron make a statement, then they just go hog wild about these young black athletes. That's a political statement. By saying keep your politics out of sports is a political statement. Rather than saying, okay, I don't agree with the knee, I'm going to the game, go 49ers, bleep Kaepernick, but he has the right to do that, but I'm gonna get political by saying what? They shouldn't get it and I'm gonna rip up my season tickets. Which means what? The owners are gonna say, guess what? Or as Jason Whitlock said, oh, these guys making so much money, they shouldn't do that. Well, guess what? Jason Whitlock, how'd you get your job? <laughs> Somebody sacrificed. Whitlock from He just Fox. talks so crazy yeah, sometimes. he does, he says. I understand that, but damn, come on now. <laughs> so that's why we continue to push for players to be engaged. Yeah, but how much power do the players really have, Dave? Well, you know the real power is the boycott power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they decide not to play, we can have no NFL. And that WFL and that McMahon football, that's all garbage. Arena football and damn semi-pro. And now I think McMahon is coming back with the, with the football league again. So the reality is, if they do strike, a strike, that's the power. But of course, they have no other forms of income. If they do strike, a these strike. owners have other forms of income. But the reality is, some of them, their only income is football. So again, when we talk about power, that's what many people say. The power is with the people because the people are the majority. I'm not going to watch uh, Robert Kraft suit up against the Maras. I'm not watching that. I can care less. I want to see football players. What a country. America, I love it. It's power in numbers. History says that. And that's what the 1% fear. They're a minority. They rely on the ignorance of the majority, the self-interest. That's how they continue to stay rich, by sending out these messages, sending out the belief that they own the team, that their interests run counter to Colin Kaepernick, while they have similar interests, working people, the 99%. But that's how the 1% plays their so game. So they know we love it, huh? Oh, love sports. Passion about it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm passionate about it too. When I don't have cable, what? When our cable bill got cut, I was going crazy. But it, as I get older, I just keep it in perspective than when we were younger, 40 years. Remember my boy uh, Hayden Taylor, right? Wasn't into sports. We thought he was crazy. How can't you be into sports? Truth of death. You see? But as you mature, but these folks know there are a lot of guys our age that haven't matured and their whole life centers on sports and their political life centers on sports by making life sports apolitical. And when it becomes political, they get upset because in that arena, they want to be what? Just themselves. A free, happy space where nothing matters and everything's on up and up. There are no black coaches because they're not smart enough. That's not political. 
There are no black GMs. They just can't figure it out. That's political. We know why not enough black GMs. And this is why sports is such an influential arena in our culture. It's been labeled the proper anthem conduct section. It's one sentence in a nine-page discipline document provided to the Associated Press by a person familiar with the Miami Dolphins team policy on anthem protests. The document was not made public, but a source told the AP the Dolphins classify anthem protests under a large list of conduct detrimental to the club. According to this document, violators reportedly could be suspended up to four games. So these owners said what? We support Donald Trump and they have a right to do that because what? Well, as of yesterday, it was the United States of America, the United States of Russia, we'll see what happens. But anyway, you have that right and there's no problem with that. But here's another president of a team. His name is Michael Bid Bidwell. He's the son of the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. So now, how do I tie him to all this? Well, last week, President Trump appointed Brett Kavanaugh as a nominee for United States Supreme Court Justice. Michael Bidwell went to high school with Brett Kavanaugh, the famous Georgetown prep, an elite high school in D.C. So Bidwell had a letter that writes on the behalf of Brett Kavanaugh's character. Brian Cashman, general manager of the New York Yankees, attended Georgetown Prep and signed on the letter. So what these letters do, Beeks, is basically say, Brett Kavanaugh, he's a good guy. He goes to church, he volunteers, he's married, he has good values, and on and on and on and on. So what does Bidwell do? He puts the letter on the Arizona Cardinals webpage. Really, huh? <laughs> Let me say that one, one more time. Puts it on the webpage. So now let's be honest. If this is a partnership, can Larry Fitzgerald put a link to the Black Lives Matter page? No, because Fitzgerald does not own the team. He is an employee. So Michael Bidwell's dad owns the team. That's power. He can do that. Now, what he's going to say is, well, you know, this isn't a political statement. We're just talking about his characters. Let me run this by you, Beeks. So let's say President Trump or someone in the White House said, wow, I love the podcast for your punk ass. We want you, Dave, to come be the czar of sports talk radio. So anybody such as Jamel Hill and these other black folks go in on me, I want you to go hardcore. I want you to go ham like Yeezy and Jay. But I'm going to need some character witnesses. So I'm going to ask your boy Beeks to write Dave a letter. And of course, he'll say, I've known Dave for over 30 years. He's a great guy. He's married. He has kids. He went to a great school. Just so overall, as they like to say, he's an overall good guy. So why is he writing me that letter? So I can get the job to be the czar of Talk Sports Radio. But knowing my boy Beeks, he wouldn't say, listen, he's a good guy, but I cannot endorse him working as czar of Talk Show Radio because everything's political. So don't let Michael Bidwell play these semantics games. I'm just writing a letter. It's not political. It is political because you want your boy Brett Kavanaugh to get appointed to become a Supreme Court Justice. Why? To pass policies that you support, or if you don't support, that will hurt a lot of people. So Michael Bidwell said, 
NFL players have 20 days not to speak. Say what? 16 regular season games and four preseason games. Who in the hell is this guy? What the hell is he talking about? These are grown ass men and he's telling them 20 days out of the year, I don't want you speaking anything and Bidwell is on the social justice committee of the NFL. Are you serious? So keep the political commentary to yourself or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Shut up! So in other words, the other days of the years they can get involved in the community. Now really what that means, let's, let's unpack that. Sandwiches, football camps, not about political activism, critical thinking. See, that's what they're saying, right? And I'm not knocking Warren Dunn, the former football player building homes for single moms, great idea. I'm not saying we don't need football camps, get folks off that couch, but we also need political education. So can you imagine if Iron Fitzgerald went to the Y, everybody took out a book, put on this podcast, and break down what we do, Beaks? What an impact I have on these young players. When they go to college, they won't be hoodwinked by the nonsense. When they go to NFL, they can think for themselves. That would be amazing. But back to Bidwell, 20 days a year. Brother, this ain't slavery. You can't tell me when to speak. So what he's really saying is on those 20 days, we have some grown-ass, mature folks who want to just see football that pays my bottom line. And I do not want them to get upset. Now, they're not going to get upset when we appoint Brett Kavanaugh. They're not mad when two guys who burnt down federal property gets a free private jet line home. But God forbid, let a black athlete say something that counters their view, then they go hog wild. So Bidwell, I think you should be quiet the 300 plus days a year. We know where you stand on issues, but there's no way in hell you're gonna tell grown ass men to be quiet 20 days a year so you can get paid, send a letter to support your homie, Brett Kavanaugh, who wants to pass laws that says what? The president can't be investigated. But I know why he supports that. We're the United States of Russia. Tear down this wall. President for life. Former KGB member. We're going down that road. So we'll see what happens. But like I said before, until President Trump denounces Putin on this show, we are the United States of Russia. Da. The Bank of Russia. Da. Wells, Russia. Da. People Russia's bank. Stopping Russia's supermarket. Пожалуйста. Rubles. Until he says something to sanctions, the, we are a Russian satellite nation. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me, and some others, they said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have... Uh, President Putin, uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible In football offer. and government, the word I hear is collusion. And it's clear how Donald Trump's in fear of Vladimir Putin. Telling folks he misspoke like we ain't woke and we stupid. Yo, Marty McFly.
going back to the future. If Melania's the floatist, that's more than she can handle. Without Karen McDougal's or Stormy Daniels, the scandal. Yo, I'm not even surprised at Donald or Don Jr., who's with that chick that's from Fox. Well, she's more like a cougar. Yo, forget the sesame, let's take it back to the streets. Hope you're learning your lesson, G. Devoted 20. All he's really showing us is how to pose like a POTUS. Like playing Russian roulette without the gun being loaded. I gotta stand for the anthem, but you can dish your own government. If I say it's a double standard, then I'm rushing for judgment. When my man got pulled over and was shot by the cops, I got down on both knees to pray to God that it stops. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. It's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all. Uh, everybody knows it. <laughs> Black Russian. You would have said Black Russian. That's a funny joke. I get it. That's our show for today, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dave and Beast. And we'll bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, it would only be us. The dark brown shades of my skin Only add color to my tears Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh Lord, oh, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this well of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city. Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny. Yeah, oh Lord, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black?